Welcome, welcome back to my podcast. It has been a minute since I've recorded anything. I want to first thank all who tuned in to my previous podcast and please forgive me for not posting anything, but I am back and I'll be more consistent with my podcast. So as you know, we like to start off first with a song and a prayer before we jump in. So we'll start off with a song. I just ask that you allow the Holy Spirit as the praises are going forth, that you allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart, that you allow him to just, that your heart is open to receive for what God has for you on today and join in doing the praise, join in as a song uh, with a song of your own, just to lift up the name of Jesus, just to set the atmosphere so the Holy Spirit can come in. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. From the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul. Yes, Lord. Completely, yes, my soul says yes. I love you, I love you from the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul. I love you, I really do. My soul says yes father we surrender to you on today we thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives god we thank you always for your grace and for your mercy father for you just being so faithful to us dear god even when we mess up even when we backslide father you still remain faithful dear god and we thank you father god we ask that our hearts are open to receive what you will have for us on today dear god we surrender to your word. We surrender, we surrender to your truth, Heavenly Father. And we cast out any distractions, any hindrances that may come to rip this word from us. We cancel them out in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you. Amen and amen. So we're going to jump right in. And today, the title of the podcast is Through the Lens of God's Grace. God does not see us through our sin. He sees us as the righteousness that he made us to be. When we sin, immediately condemnation falls upon us. We who have been taught that sin separates us from God, we feel as if we must, if God must be mad at us, and then we jump on the hamster wheel of what can I do to make it up to God. Or we feel as if we can't make it up to him, so we don't even try. Then we continue in our sin and say, once I get it together, then I'll go to God. Oh, how we have been absolutely deceived, people. God loves us no matter what. And when I say no matter what, I really want that to resonate with you guys. He loves us no matter what. He does not look at us through the lens of our faults, no matter how many times we mess up. Our sin does not define us. When we confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that Jesus is, we are a new creation. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, it says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. I'll say that again. It says 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life 
has begun. Now our sinful nature that we were born in is now dead. And now we are alive through Christ Jesus. We no longer have to wear the coat of sinfulness and shame. We now have the authority to boldly proclaim that I am the righteousness of God. Now our righteousness is not based on what we do or what we don't do. It was given to us by God and we hold on to it by faith. Romans 3 and 22 says, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. Faith is not in our faith, excuse me, faith not in our own efforts, but faith that God is who he says he is, loves us how he says he loves us, and that he will complete every good work within us. Philippians 1 and 6 says, I am, conf- I am convinced and confidence of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. We have to begin to see ourselves the way God sees us. We have to begin to see and tell ourselves that I am not my past, my present, or my future mistakes. We have to begin to boldly confess that I am the righteousness of God because God says I am. Even though our sins do not define us, it does not give us a license to sin. Sin still has repercussions, but of God's grace, but because of God's grace through Christ, the sting of death due to our sin has been removed. 1 Corinthians 15, 56 through 57, the amplified version, it says the sting of death is sin and the power of sin by which it brings death is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. However, sin still affects us. Look at it like this. The Bible says that drinking is a mockery. Proverbs 21 says, wine is a mocker, strong drink is a righteous brawler, and whoever is intoxicated by it is not wise. Now we see that all too often in our everyday lives. Most people, when they drink, end up doing stupid things, which leads to chaotic results. So the Bible demonstrates that. And then we replay it when we do, when we go against what the Bible says. The Bible says that wine and, and drinking is a mockery. It, it mocks and we, we become mocked when we drink and we see it all the time. Now let's look at a permis- leading a promiscuous life. The Bible says one man to one woman. Matthew 19, four through six says, haven't you read? He replied that at the beginning, the creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. When we live outside of God's order of things, we leave ourselves open to various diseases and our perception of love gets tainted. The list goes on and on, but it really boils down to is this. When we find ourselves engaging in things that God already wants us to enjoy, but when we do it outside of his order, we find ourselves living in bondage. Outside of God or God's order, 
only leads to temporary satisfaction. I say that again so it can resonate. Outside of God's order only leads to temporary satisfaction. Inside God's will and plan leads us to unexplainable, long-lasting joy. Now I encourage you all to ask God to remove the veil from your eyes, the veil of religious traditions, the veil of shame, the veil of defeat, and I pray that you will allow God to show you you. And as you allow God to show you you, also ask for the courage to hold on to that. Because it's easy to see it, and but when we have to live it every day, in spite of all the obstacles that come our way, that's when we can get a little weary. But ask God to give you the courage to show you who you are, especially through his eyes, mm-hmm. and then the courage to withstand. No matter what people say, your family may not agree, your friends may not agree with this change that you're bringing about, but you have to hold fast to what God is showing you. His truth is the only truth we should build our life foundation on. So I thank you so much for listening today. And we're going to close out with a prayer and uh, just thanking God just for being who he is again. I can't, for me personally, I can't thank God enough for being who he is and especially who he is in my life and for just showing me the truth. So, Father God, we honor you and we worship you always for your love, God. We thank you that you are mighty, that you are strong, that you rule and you reign above everything, God. We give you all the glory and honor despite everything that's going on in the world, all the negativity we see, Father. We know in our hearts that your truth reigns, that you reign, and that you are in control, Father. So we surrender our control, God, and we give you room, Father. We give you authority over our lives, over every decision that we make, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you again for your love that you bestow upon us each and every day. Father God, we honor you, we worship you, and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Choose today to walk in victory and to walk in love and to walk in joy and peace. These are the things that God has given us freely. So why not take advantage of it? Why not take the opportunity today to rise above the, above the circumstance and see the truth and to see, allow God to show you just, even if it's little things throughout the day, allow him to show you how great he is. He will show it to you. you just take your eyes off the situation, off the problem, and allow him to show you the beauty that he created all around you. I pray you have a great day. I pray you let this word soak into your hearts. Study the scriptures that were given today. Meditate on them and allow them to infiltrate your heart on today. God bless you. Until next time, have a beautiful day. And I love you with the love of God. Amen.